started as any other day. Guess what? Starting now. Starting now. Starting now. Natural conversation. Go. Hey, oh, hey, uh, hey, guys. Um, what? How about that guy? Sky King. Sky King. Sky King. Sky King. Yeah, man. How about them crazy airplanes? So those airplanes. <laughs> what's the deal with airline peanuts? What's the deal? That was like the first. What's the deal? With yeah. Is that supposed to be a Seinfeld thing? Yeah, okay. it's it's supposed to be like it's like the. What's the deal We're with airline peanuts? I don't understand it, but I've said that a couple times in my life. All right, sick dudes. Sweet, sick, All right. bro. Well, hello, mobsters. Welcome back to another episode of Macabre Reality Bites. I have Matt with me. What's up? The council. The council. Council's in session. Are you feeling okay tonight? Uh, yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. Good, 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 good. You got good energy. I feel it. I feel your energy. Oh, thank you. I see your aura. See or it's orange. It's orange. <laughs> it's and I and I have a uh Mr. Dr. Wellbeats over here. He's back. Yes, yes, yes. What's up? Welcome Lobster. back. Yo, thank y'all for having me. Happy to be here. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And I'm Josh. I'm blazed and blessed. You know what? It's that what? time again. What time is what it? What time is that? Uh the time where you wake up in the dark. Work an entire fucking shift and then go home right in the dark again, baby. It's mm. fall time. That's right. Turn them clocks back. You get an hour extra sleep, but guess what else? You're just tired as shit during the day. You That's need all you it. do. You get that hour extra sleep and you need it. Mm. Hey, I do have a question though. Do you call it, have you ever, you call it fall, right? Nobody in here calls it autumn ever? Never have called it autumn. I mean, I use that word, but I don't generally say that in, in regular conversation. It, it, it it's all natural. Right. It's usually when you're like feeling fancier or something, right? That feels, it just feels fancier. Yeah. I, I don't yeah, know a single I'll, person who uses it. That's all. I no, was just wondering. Right. No, so. I actually don't either. <laughs> no. I mean, I guess if I were writing a novel or something, I might say. It, that's yes. what I'm saying. It, were the, that, it was exactly the winds right. of autumn. Yes. That... You wouldn't say the Thursday winds. Thursday morning. It was the winds of fall. Yeah, no, that, that's good. too crass. That's too, you know. That, but that's how you say in in everyday. Uh, right, speaking, right, it's fall. It's fall. Yeah, you don't say autumn. Okay, that's too cool. fancy. Well, then, in the spirit of fall, falling, and because the leaves they are a changing, I have prepared what I like to call, take a hike, have a nice trip, see you next fall. So let's get into this shit. Our first bite is titled. Now I'm free, free fallen. This happened on August 15th, 2017. Headline is Emma Place and Emily Lang fell to their deaths in a freak hiking accident. I can see Ryan's face out of this corner of my eye. It's, it's hilarious. All right. Don't be petty about it. Come on. That's good. I'm leaving that in. Emma C. Place and Emily D. Lang. I don't know why I need to know their middle initials, but... Wait, Emily D. D. Lang. Emily D. Lang. Um, Do you know uh, what Emily D. Lang? Yes. <laughs> Two 19-year-old teen hikers have died after plunging to their deaths on Oregon's Mount Hood in the late afternoon on that Saturday. Authority described the girls' deaths along the Pacific Coast Trail as a freak accident, which is what we or a fraccident or a fraccident. That's right. Which is what we specialize in. Yes. Which is why it's on this. All right. Makes sense. Yeah. It's very macabre. Exactly. 
Although authorities have yet to piece exactly what happened on the evening of the teen's deaths, they say Emily and Emma fell 150 feet. That seems like the they, pretty straightforward yeah, they uh, like they, or straight down story. Yeah. <laughs> Notice of the hiker's death came after other hikers came across their bodies, which is usually how that happens. And right. it, Although, were they hiking down at the bottom of the... Well, that's the thing. Like, I guess it was a multi-layered thing because usually when I go hiking... It's one trail. If you fall right. off, nobody, nobody's going to find nobody's you. Nobody's finding you. But, mean, right? but, no, yeah, I think I could, I could see some trails, like, especially we're out in Oregon where it's like you're climbing up the mountain. Like, so you kind of like, like go up this side and then you go up this side and you can see up there. Like, we're just kind of working our way up Like with a bunch mountain. of switchbacks exactly. going up. The, 100%. Right. Yeah. Like, that's almost how you drive up them. So I could see how some trails might yeah. be like. Yeah. So you could be like, all right, this is our, we could see where we're trying to get or something like that or different part of the trail. Or I ask you, could they have climbed up because it might have been a waterfall? Because according to the rescue authorities, Place and Lang's bodies were found in a rocky area at the bottom of a waterfall. Well, that <laughs> this is, that pretty much <laughs> explains it then. Wet rocks. <laughs> so people do go to the bottom of waterfalls. That's right. Uh, and that's probably where they found their bodies. In the aftermath of the tragedy... Some people wonder whether the teens should have taken an adult with them, but I'd say to them, they were adults, so... How old yeah, did you say yeah. they were? They were 19 years old. Oh, yeah, That's they were adults. Yeah. And what would an adult have done? Is it, yeah, I don't know. Well, could have Falling told them down, maybe don't, falling off the waterfall with them? Yeah, don't take selfies on the waterfall. Yeah. Um, that's what people think they did, though, obviously. So, right. Yeah. Which is yeah. far too common. You're here, This is, like, at national parks and all over the place. The darn selfie is mm-hmm. not worth it. I Fucking Grand Canyon. It's exactly. Uh, no, it's happened. It's like way too common. Yes. It's, for some social media likes, what you going to get? Well, gonna they, get? they were, to even go back farther, there were people, remember when planking was a thing? And remember some Definitely. people, some people yeah. were planking like on balconies and shit, like on the, on the handrail and were falling to their deaths off of buildings and shit. Yeah, they, what was he doing up there? Planking. planking. What? Like, yeah, you know where you it's, just like you lay. just lay still, like a board. Like, but that was why would like, this? Why he's dead though? <laughs> why did he do that? It's like he was planking. It's like he could have just did stiff as a board, light as a feather, and got picked up by a bunch of dudes with two fingers at a time. If, if he had been said, done that, doing that and he fell off, he'd have just floated to the bottom. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> stiff so, as a board, light as a feather. Well, a lesson learned here um, is uh, if you're gonna go, go with your bestie. Go Thelma and, and Louise style. style. Oh, yeah. dude, don't I even wonder, say I that. I wonder if they held hands as they went down. That's what I have on here. I hope they hold hands. And also stay on the trail. Yeah. Always stay on the, the trail. The waterfall is the not trail. the trail. Don't go chasing waterfalls. How about uh, hey, hey, there's that. Hey, thank you for that. Thank you for that. You know what? Speaking of falling to your death while posing for a picture, our next bite is titled Say Cheese and Die. Thank you, Goosebumps. This happened September 29th. And that's, that's so weird because I just happened to watch an episode of Goosebumps today. Was it Say Cheese and Die? It, no, it was, no. But that would have been even weirder. Mm. Do you remember still what? Still R.O. Stein. It's still, <laughs> still having to watch Goosebumps for it's the first time. still a Stein book, whatever, man. It's still a Stein story. first time since I was a, a kid, yeah. As long as it's a Stein story, bro, it doesn't fucking matter, bro. It's, it's still Stein. <laughs> <laughs> that's his tagline. It's still, it's still Stein. It's still Stein. <laughs> The Stephen King of our generation. Yes. <laughs> That's true. Oh, man. This happened September 29th in 2020. Uh, the headline is, Oregon man killed while posing for photo. 
A 43-year-old Oregon man is dead after a freak accident that occurred while he posed for a photo in Oswald West State Park. Local news reports that Stephen Gastelum of Seaside was at the Devil's Cauldron Trail, and that was his mistake. He went to a place called yeah, the, Devil's you don't go to the Devil's Cauldron unless you want to get cooked by the fucking devil. That's right. You know what a cauldron is. That's true. And the Devil's Cauldron is extra cauldron. high. Give yeah. me a break. Give me a break, Stephen. Anyways, he climbed a tree intending to take a picture, uh, and he, the tree snapped and he fell. Yeah. He fell 100 feet into the ocean below. Yep, into the ocean. Oregon State Police say they responded to a call just before AKA the Devil's Cauldron. <laughs> no, the de- no, the Devil's Cauldron is what it's the... It's the ocean. Oh, okay. Devil's Cauldron Trail, right, right. Was there. <laughs> yeah. Hey, all right. Can we agree? You we're, just, we're don't on, go on, on the tonight. Devil's anything, you know? No. If, it's the, if they're like, hey, you want to go down the Devil's whatever? But no, no, I don't. No, no. It's like, you want to go to this, the canyon, no. Devil's butthole? No, <laughs> You thanks. want a Devil's food cake? No, don't <laughs> no, want it. No. no I'll take an Angel's food cake. Exactly. I, won't, I don't want a Devil's food cake. No. No, but you would think you would land in the water that yeah. maybe would be all right. But, but the Coast Guard uh, came out with the fire department and they retrieved his body uh, and took him to the medical center with the Best. But but is that what they say? Like if you fall from a certain peak height, that's just like landed on the ground anyway. Like oh yeah, you ran a certain way. Yeah, or if something? you fall too high, like if you land on even if landing on water, if it's from too high uh, height, it's gonna be like landing on concrete, just like I, landing on the ground. Doesn't yeah, make a I difference. would think you can make a hundred feet if you are prepared for it. Like if you just you I, have to do plus, a pencil. So yes, you yeah, have to pencil. Yeah, in. you probably need to pencil dive, and I think people have survived jumping off the golden. Gate uh, bridge. Yes, I think that's like two hundred feet. Okay, I want to say. So, like, if you're an experienced diver, then you can pull this off. But if you just go out there, like, kind of like, if you fail, you know, you're like, right, you're in a different position. You're just like trying to get your balance, I guess. If you, so. if you fall flat on your back or in your stomach, you're probably uh, gonna break it. If you fall accidentally, you're probably gonna be tumbling as yeah. you fall, and so you're gonna hit. However, yep. Well, guess what. Almost exactly three years prior to hit Stephen Gastelum's death, another hiker died on the same trail doing the same thing, but he lost his footing instead of climbing on a tree this time. And this dude fell 780 feet. Yeah, you're not going to survive so that. He was higher up on the trail, but yeah. same trail, but just 780 feet. 780 feet. Putting that in perspective on how many buildings, how many stories on a building that is, because that's pretty high up. That dude was That's, there hiking with his just married wife. They're there for a, um, what you call it? Honeymoon? Thank you. They're there for their honeymoon. Mm. So Is this like, do you remember that place? And You remember the Karate Kid? When they went down that little gorge to plant the bonsai tree? They had the ocean at the bottom? Yeah. I wonder if that's this place. Because it sounds like that's what this place is. Yeah, it's maybe next to the ocean is a steep drop. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the same kind of thing. It's not the exact same. Maybe. Place, well, yeah. yeah. Maybe the same kind I think of place. They were in California and Karate Kid, weren't they? Well, yeah. The story was, but okay. who knows? Yeah, that, yeah. No, no. You're right. You're on tonight. But, um, I like you. Yeah, thank you. But it just made me think about that because that place was pretty. You know what I'm talking about? Right. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. It's all, and that it makes sense. It's all West Coast mm-hmm. line. It's or very whatever. West Coasty. Yeah. Yeah. And we already did the lesson learned. You just don't go to Devils anything. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Stay exactly. away from the devil. It's just, you're asking for trouble. That's don't, right. if somebody challenges you to a rollerblading race, 
down the devil's backbone. Oh, well, then you have you to say, say yes. If you, you want to be accepted, yes. um, I was going to say, say yes. okay, we're on the same page here. You say yes because you want to go to Ohio and race just like on Airborne down the devil's backbone. I understand. You say yes. You the, get teammates to come with you just like on Airborne. You let them win, and then you kind of just listen. Th- it's the only way you and the bully in town will will achieve camaraderie because you'll have gone through something uh, very intense together mm-hmm. and you'll pass that finish line together as comrades together mm-hmm. against another different bully an even greater bully. Yeah. Greater bully. Right. I'm going to say sometimes there's, so there's exceptions to the rule. Like okay. if the devil, if the devil, if you know, you got to come at the devil with conf- with confidence, like in the devil went down to Georgia Okay. You got it. Like, okay. You gotta, like, you'd be like, don't let the Thank devil over cake everything. Like, be like, I'm going to take it down just like devil's backbone. Okay. I, you got to attack I, it with confidence. Yes. So, Great bring, you gotta bring, bring the your light. Fiddle. You got to bring your fiddle. Bring your fiddle. Okay. I see what's going on here. Mm-hmm. Always bring your rollerblades. Always bring your fiddle because yes. there's only two devils, anything you're doing. Like, what you it, imagine both we those. We worked that out. Who wants the golden blades did. and the golden fiddle? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that might be the next song. I think people, all people, should just be rollerblading around with a backpack that has their fiddle inside of it, just in case. Cincinnati, just, just in case. Devil went down to Cincinnati. The devil's he was for some, down to Georgia. He was looking for some blades of steel. He was in a bind. <laughs> well, our next bite is titled "I Got a Crush on You." This happened March third, two thousand nineteen. Headline is Utah hiker thirty seven killed after boulder crushes her. A Utah woman was killed Saturday after she was crushed by a boulder while hiking on Stansbury Island. Stansbury? Stansbury. Okay. And this is in Utah. The 37-year-old woman who was not identified was hiking with her husband and friend when she was hit by a boulder that was four feet by four feet by two feet. Four by four by two. The math face is going on in here right now, man. Okay. Faces of math. You've heard that? <laughs> yeah, that's that's heard, a sick video. You've dude. heard his faces of math. I'm talking about faces of math where people are just like four it, by four by very two similar, by, very similar expressions of anguish. What the fuck? What did, he, what did he say? Four by I don't know. Big I don't know. The group was hiking when the accident occurred and making their way down the mountain to Stansbury Trailhead, located about 23 miles west of Salt Lake City. She stepped on the rock, and the rock started moving. Her foot got caught. She fell over in front of the rock, and the rock slid on top of her. Oh, man. Yeah, that's terrible. I mean, I I was thinking it was like a boulder rolling down a hill. I'm thinking that, too. Yeah, I'm thinking Indiana Jones. Yeah, it sounds more like... (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That would have been way cooler, man. But that's not the case. It's more like a... Like that, like done. Yeah. Yeah. Sound effects. It almost sounds like the boulder, like... The boulder tripped her up and then like jumped on her. Yeah, like a bully. Yeah, it's a bully <laughs> it was boulder. Like the boulder, like got it was her. A bully boulder. Man, she should have got Indiana that, that Jones. That fucking four by four by two boulder. And he goes on to say, the boulder was way too heavy. We had three or four people trying to move it off at once, and we could not budge oh, it. Gosh. And then I say to him, no shit. <laughs> it's a fucking four by four by two boulder. Everybody knows how heavy that is. <laughs> At least two, two thousand tons. Uh, I, least. I would save that boulder. I mean, I feel like uh, you could use that for something. That's like a base that, for a statue. Use or it as something. a headstone. Man. Yeah. Well, yeah. Right. 
That's a true. marker. Well, oh. kind of, it kind of chose her. He's like, you, <laughs> I'm going to be your headstone. You're mine. Hikers called 911 around 3 p.m. after hearing the woman's husband and friend screaming for help, the sheriff said. Initially, a report stated that she most likely died on impact, but witnesses on the ground say she was still alive and trapped underneath the boulder for nearly four hours. Her body was recovered around 6.45 p.m., so she they called for help around 3, and they they got there so, at 6.45. So did she asphyxiate under the weight of the boulder? Yeah, she got crushed. Dude, yeah. they had to use the jaws of life to to get her to get the boulder off of her what so are the jaw is that a saw is about, that like i'm a, about to tell you okay, baby because i i was like i'm gonna look this up finally in my life because i'm you know everybody's heard it a million times right they look like um hedge trimmers like serious thick blade like, like bolt a, cutters right like hedge trimmers that are pneumatic so they can cut through door uh whatever this is door frames i guess on, you know where the window is and the fucking it can cut right. through that and cut through, cut through metal it, cut through metal it can it, but it also acts as a jack because it's pneumatic so you can you close it and you can put it under a boulder lift and, and lift the rock up and then scoot her body under, got it. underneath it got it so that's what that's what the jaws of life can do that's a long time that is a long time yeah man and I, there's probably nobody else hiking on the trail or else like I guess more people would have tried but it's like dang it's just so heavy yeah, when they said that the um, the recent rain and snow caused the the boulder to be loose and come down on her, so. loosened it up. Yeah, and so there's what two guys there with her to try her to, husband and a friend and a friend, and yeah. they couldn't do it. I mean, you would need like at least ten dudes, and maybe yeah. even then, or one uh, Travis the chimp. Travis the chimp would have ripped the boulder's face off. <laughs> The boulder would not have been able to defend itself, and then it would have started gouging its innards out. Um, but it would, right. it would have done a number of that boulder. That's correct. That would have been cool if he could use his powers for good and yeah. been there in time. Like, yeah. Why is a monkey on the... It doesn't matter. Just get the yeah. boulder. <laughs> Wherever there's a problem, Travis can gouge it. <laughs> yep, yep. I have a lesson learned for this one. Um, it's a stay away from the edge of things. The edges of cliffs, the edges of sharp tables... The Edge of Seventeen, and The Edge, the guitarist for you 2 That's right. Uh, That's right. So stay, stay, I, stay far away. And I have a lesson. Okay. Those who live in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. That's right. <laughs> wow. Well, did you just make that up? That's, yeah. Well, you know. Okay. The council. I like that quote. Dash the, the council. The council has spoken. It is so ordered. Our next bite is titled Rinse and Repeat. Oh, I like it. Yeah. This story is from um, this man's trial that happened on September 8, 2015. But the incident happened on September 29, 2012. A man accused of pushing his second wife to death off a cliff in Colorado's Rocky Mountain National Park might have killed his first wife in what also appeared to be a freak accident nearly 20 years earlier. Yeah, I just assumed that as soon as you said he pushed his second wife to death, yeah. that he probably killed his first wife. Correct. Investigators say 58-year-old Harold Henthorn carefully plotted and planned to shove his second wife, Tony Henthorn, 140 feet off of a cliff in a remote area the couple had been hiking on September 29, 2012. Mm-hmm. Henthorn had taken her to the national park to celebrate their 12th anniversary as they wandered off a trail tony 50 paused to take a photo she tumbled face first over the edge according to the autopsy reports henthorne could not explain why he had put 
<laughs> Hinthorn could not explain why he had a park map with an X drawn. <laughs> <laughs> with a note, kill wife here. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm not making this up. What? Man. With an X drawn. In at a skull the, and crossbones? <laughs> at the spot where Tony fell, prosecutors say, as if this man was Wild E. Coyote uh, planning to kill <laughs> Roadrunner. And uh, prosecutors go on to say that they found what looked like to be a tunnel painted on the side of a mountain. <laughs> Just in no. case the X didn't mark the spot. Furthermore, upon searching Harold and Tony's home, they found crates of Acme hammers, <laughs> rockets, boulders, and the little black circle that turns <laughs> the little black circle that makes a hole wherever you place it. God damn it. It I was I was waiting to throw in an anvil joke, Ooh. but you pretty much covered it. Thank you. That's good. That's good. I like I forgot about the little black hole. <laughs> the little black hole. Shit you can throw everybody. Or or when you paint a tunnel into the side of yeah. a of a, uh, of a mountain. In a stunning surprise, Henthorne was the only witness to his wife's fall, which prosecutors say was eerily reminiscent of the death of his first wife. I'm sure it was. Sandra Lynn Henthorne, who was crushed when a car slipped off the jack while she was ta- changing a flat tire in 1995. Yeah, oh, this guy's no. so clearly killing his wives. Yeah. Like, uh, so, just, so just imagine if you meet a guy at a party... And he's like, um, and you ask him if, if he's married. He's like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm a widow or widower, but I've been married twice before. And you ask him, oh, what, what, what happened? Well, my first wife died when the car jack failed and the car crushed her. And then my second wife died when she fell off the side of a cliff when me and her were hiking alone together. I'd say, I hey, think hey, I'd, man, I'd be like, jump, hey, jump. <laughs> I'd back away slowly, but it was yeah. nice to meet you, dude. Hey. Um, I'm actually leaving right now. Say, I didn't do it. Did you remember my name? I didn't tell you my name. Cool. I'm. At, I'll see you later, bud. See you later. See you later. But how how often is it the second weird death is like makes you go back to or makes investigators go back to the yep. first one? And be like, wait a second. Well, here here's the thing. Think uh, about that first one. How often yeah. is your wife underneath the card? At the house, changing the tire. Yeah, that, no I one, mean, not, not often. Definitely a woman can definitely change the tire, but when you're at the house chilling together, like... Well, here's the thing. Everybody who, no matter what you are, if you ever change a tire, you've never gone under the car. Why would you go just to put the jack under the car? But that's it. And you do that while the tire, the flat you tire do, is still on You don't get on under there. the car to do that either. Yeah. You would never go under the car while the jack is jacking the, jack the fucking car in the air. Why would you do that? To go to get a lug nut, the then he pushed the lug nuts underneath. Depending on what the ride is, which this has to be a low riding car, right, for mm-hmm. it to be a crusher. It might be the spare tire was like up underneath there or something like that. But this is just, hmm. it's still just very. It's, it might have been like, hey, did you see this up under here? See what? I've been hearing a noise. Did you yeah, see yeah, something? Yeah. No, I don't know, but yeah, it was a. There's some lug nuts under there, honey. The lug nuts are <laughs> underneath the car. Can you go get them? And then you push You're skinny. You can get under there or something. Push yeah. that fucking car till it falls and then over. He, and then he uh, did something to the jack. To or just lowered de- it. Deep depressed it. or what? Yeah, like yeah. decompressed it or whatever to let it fall back down. Yep. To your point earlier, a judge ruled prosecutors can show evidence of the first wife's death during this trial. Um, they'll also be able to discuss an earlier incident in which a 20-foot beam fell on Tony Henthorne while a couple was working on their mountain cabin, she told her mother that if she had not bent over, the beam would have killed her. 
Tony had three life insurance policies totaling $4.5 million taken out on her by uh, this guy. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, this is a common story. This happens uh, a good amount. People killing, people taking out life insurance policies on somebody and then just killing them. Just basically. 4.5 million. Straight up hmm. make easy money. It's crazy. That's a. Basically, basically, you turn the insurance company into the guy paying you to be the hitman. Yeah, that is what so you're you doing. So you get the payoff. Yeah, so you, and then you become the hitman of your own yeah. wife or whoever you took the insurance policy out on. Yeah, you're hiring your own self you're, to, you're, yeah, yeah, you're to be hiring yourself hitman. as a hitman. That's cool. It didn't work for him, though. But it did not, and it often does not. And the lesson learned is absolutely clear. You do not marry Harold Henthorn. Right, although it did work. The first time it was really it was, he yeah. had not done it the second he got greedy and did it a second time right it did actually work the first time he's like man I only took out this, mm. like for he some yeah amount of money he's like what, oh. did, exactly did he not take a and large like, enough the next call, call I'm doing three and I'm getting four point the last one only got this amount of money this next one I'm making it so I'm set he I got to get greedy. married again or yeah. something he got greedy lived lived beyond his means he probably could have. He probably could have coasted off of what he made on the first one, mm-hmm. but I bet he is not good with money, and he got greedy, lived and beyond his means, and then next thing he knows, he's got to do it all over again. Yeah, and, he, and then he's like, oh, fuck, why not just do three life insurance policies? I yeah. really love her. Well, he's like, all right, this time I'm not going to make that mistake again. I'm going to really cash in on this one. Yeah. Yeah. It's like blatantly obvious. Yeah. Especially if, yeah, if you were just the prosecutor from the last one or the, or the other wife's family, would be like, he's married again and he's got how many life insurance problems? I mean, policies out? Yo, red flag. <laughs> oh, buddy, he's got life insurance problems. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 100%, correct. <laughs> he's got 99 life insurance problems, but a bitch ain't one. <laughs> Two bitches ain't one. <laughs> Two bitches ain't one. Our next bite is Close Call. Close Call of the Week. All right. And it is titled Terror and Determination. This happened April 10th, 2020. Headline is Claire Nelson almost died while hiking at Joshua Tree. Thank you. Your tree. Stranded for days. She had a life changing epiphany. So here's her story. Claire Nelson thinks it was her hiking experience, not inexperience, that very nearly got her killed at Joshua Tree National Park. The New Zealand journalist had hiked there before. This walk was only designated moderately hard. She didn't worry about sharing her itinerary with anyone. She didn't tell anyone at all where she was, where she was fucking going. So she's like, this is only moderately hard. I'm just going to go. La da 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 da. Yep. Not tell anybody. And she's hiked before. So, and I've got some hiking experience. I've hiked before. Yeah. Joshua tree, but it's Joshua tree. National Park. But a few hours into the hike, Claire lost her footing and fell into a small clearing. That's not much bigger than she was uh, width wise. So she couldn't move. Uh, she says, I landed in amongst these large boulders and I couldn't move. I couldn't sit up. I couldn't stand up. <laughs> Just thought of Bob Marley immediately. Get up. Stand I, couldn't, up. <laughs> I couldn't fight for my I couldn't sit up or stand up. It was indescribably painful. She shattered her pelvis in the fall. She had no cell phone service and only enough water for about a day. And she had a bagel 
a hard-boiled egg and a chocolate bar. So was that, she? Now that sounds like a proper lunch. Yes. Mm, yeah. For a, for a couple hours of hiking, right. it sounds like you're you're good to go. Yeah. So I know she couldn't. I know she couldn't get up, or stand no. up. But how she like positions? She like sitting down. She's on her back. She's laying because on her back. They we will play audio of this girl talking because she makes a we, video just in case she dies. Uh, but this is the close call of the week, so obviously you know she should. Yeah, yeah. So we do have audio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do have audio, and she has. A, she made a video with her phone. She couldn't call anybody, but she had battery life, so she videoed herself. Um, yeah, talking to her family basically. Did and she say who was going to get her shit? Like, I want my house to go to. No, she didn't bequeath anything. Okay. Yeah, she didn't do a living will or a anything court because like she's young. She didn't think about that. Right. Well, well, she's also listen. You yeah. know, think about that. If you're if you're in that situation, uh, just give them some advice here. Uh, go ahead and. You know, let people know how you want your um, uh, your your earthly belongings to be disposed of after sure. your death. You know? Sure, she was she's from New Zealand too, so I'm wondering if they even do that. Oh, I'm sure they do. They're probably like everything's Everybody. yours. Yeah, you split it evenly, and their families members are like, of course, of course, the, we're New Zealanders. The hobbits common split it for second. It's called the common split. She was facing sweltering California desert heat, not to mention patrolling coyotes and rattlesnakes. In this, in the seasonal peak numbers, yeah, that Pe- and for did real, did you say patrolling rattlesnakes? Yeah, patrolling rattlesnakes and coyotes. They patrol? Yeah, dude. In this case, they did. That's terrifying. You ever heard of rattlesnake patrol? No, <laughs> but them coyotes—that is a real thing. Like, that's a real issue up there, yeah. or out west, or whatever. I, I just want to go back to this real quick. I mean, just sure. think about this. Yes. If they're patrolling, that means they're going like back and forth, like guards or some shit. Right. The smeller. That's fucking wild. I know, man. You never been to Joshua Tree, baby. It's wild there. They got patrolling fucking rattlesnakes. Hey, and guess what? It's just one tree. Yeah, I know. The Joshua Tree. I've heard about it. I've heard about it. They don't say Joshua Trees. No. They don't don't call it Joshua Forest. They sure don't. They don't call it Joshua Grove. It's Joshua Tree. It's not a sound. There's not a sound there. (laughs) Joshua Sound. Nope. In the four days and three nights that followed... Four days and three nights that followed. What? Fearing she'd die alone there. Claire experienced delirium, adrenaline rushes, terror, and determination. And between it all became a realization. If she made it out alive, she wanted things to change. Almost from the start of the desert ordeal, she began recording videos on her phone. Claire says, I wanna I wanted to record a message to my family so that they ever find me dead, they would know what happened to me, she says. So we kind of talked about that earlier. Right. Um, in one of the videos, Claire describes trying to move and hearing the click, 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 crunch, crunch, crunch of her broken bones. Oh. So I'll play the I'm going to play that clip for you while she's talking about that. Uh, what Can you hear it in the audio? No, I don't I can so. hear it right now. Be, I think I can hear it. <clears throat> oh. <laughs> Dude, that, that was it, bro. That is audio. Wow. That's um, live audio. Oh. Man, that it's, was crazy. it's very cringy. Oh, let's wait. Is that it? Wait, listen again. Whoa. Oh. Ouch, Claire. Man. Claire. I wanted to record a message to my family so that if they ever did find me dead, that they would know what had happened. It is fucking hot. I don't know what temperature it is out here. It must be in the 40s. And I can't get to any shade. I just tried. Sort of in a sheer moment of fuck the pain again. <laughs> And I tried to roll myself over into that little shady alcove. I almost got there. Soon as I managed to kind of lever my pelvis over, 
you hear this click, 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 crunch, 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 and then, oh, the noise that came out of me, I swear to God. And then, of course, I had to roll back over and I nearly passed out. And I don't want to pass out in the sun or ever. And I've got to wake up again. She says, I nearly passed out, but I don't want to pass out in the sun or ever. I don't know if I'll ever wake up again. No, you, you got to be alert for the next rattlesnake patrol. That's right. <laughs> you really do. You're in the de- She's in the desert, though. In, in the video, you, you can see, like, she has to cover up her legs and wherever the sun is because she's getting blitzed. Yeah. She's getting fucked by You the said sun, this is in bro. New Zealand, you said? No, no, this is in California, in Joshua Tree. She's a New Zealander. Okay. Yeah, yeah, well, she's, still, she's on vacation yeah. or something. Um, that's that's going to be intense. Yeah, if you're just exposed to the sun, you remember, like, those people, like, out at sea on rafts and shit? Mm-hmm. Um, what it does to them, it makes your eyeballs yeah. bulge out and your lips crack and yeah you dehydrate sun will fuck you up just takes it out of you Mm -hmm. all your moisture you're like starting to crack and if you don't have any gatorade you're fucked fucked. and she only had uh, enough water they should call it human aid yeah you ever think about that i don't even think alligators drink that shit probably not (laughs) that was stupid just take that (laughs) just take that shit out (laughs) um so she realized uh, it was a dumb mistake not telling anybody where she went, obviously, while she's laying in the hole and can't call anybody. Right. Um, but what happened was her Facebook accounts and her social media accounts went dormant for a couple of days. And people were like, something's wrong. Yeah. So she must be active. She actually ended up writing a book about her experience. But I'll get to that in a little bit. But uh, they had they had somebody that lived in California, one of her friends, go and check the trailhead. I mean, they actually saw her car there, and that's how they found her. When when Claire's car was found at the Desert Park trailhead, a helicopter search began. It very nearly didn't find her. Oh, God. Um, she says, I was too small of a thing and too large of a place. It was a needle in the haystack situation. Yeah, you know, I go back to the ocean raft stories, but I think it's still applicable here, is those aircraft searches... Seems like it's a real, um, yeah, like it's, you got to just really get lucky because when you're up there, you know, it's real hard to see anything Mm -hmm. down on the ocean or down on the ground, wherever it is. It's real hard to see something. Even the, even if you're pretty low to the ground, I think it's just very hard. You would, I mean, it seems like, don't we have like heat sensing technology or we definitely do. Yeah. Yeah. Even though I guess everything, if it's out in the sun, everything's going to be hot, but. Yeah, you have to I wait till nighttime. Shit, I guess it still would be yeah, nighttime. Right? Exactly. Something Could they go like drones and shit? Yeah, think about like our military, mm-hmm. like how they have stuff that can see people at night, so they can like blow them up. Why even not send out a drone at night, even if it was during the day and then used infrared, it would, everything yeah, would be right. hot, but it'd be that's a different temperature than you're rocks. Right. You're still. right. So your your logic's there. Like yeah. yeah. So national parks, Coast Guard, what's up with this? Let's go ahead and get this infrared technology going. Because yeah, they're, te- they're using that see they're using that technology to kill people. They're not using that technology to find people. Correct. They yeah. just sent out a fucking the weather report helicopter to go find your ass. Mm-hmm. Well, it was on the helicopter's third and final flyover that they noticed something. She says, "I made a sunshade out of my hiking stick and was waving it, and they just caught the tiniest glimpse of something and made them go back. That's what saved my life." So. So I'm thinking in my mind, I'm just wondering, I wasn't on this trail, I haven't been to this, but I would think if some we were looking for her, we would be walking on this trail, right? Like, and we could right. be like, you'd be like, 
yo, hello, and then be like, I'm down here. I mean, maybe mm-hmm. she's dehydrated, like, but you could, I don't know, would you still be like, be like yo, hello. Well, she could have wandered off trail. I mean, is that like, that's, well, but I think maybe, I think your logic is also sound here. Why not send some people on the trail and walk the trail and see what you see? Because presumably she's going to be on or near the trail instead yeah. of sending. I mean, it, go ahead and send the helicopter. Sure. But it seems like you'd have people scouring the trail. She, she must yeah, have like really. I mean, unless which may have happened. She fell when she fell. She like, like, you know how when you roll down a hill, it's like you didn't fall far, but you fell far or something like that. Like, as like, far as like Chris t- Farley and black sheep. Exactly. Thank gotcha. you. Like that. I was trying to think the right movie. Yes. So she might've wound up a good ways you off the trail. I mean? Like, so then in that situation, you, it would be like, that doesn't help us at all. Like, yeah. Yeah. So it must've been that. I'm just guessing. I don't know. I'm just trying to paint a picture. But, I mean, you said it was an eight foot, I mean, that's not a, like some deep ravine. It, yeah. It almost sounds like she, she fell into like a ditch. Creek, right? Yeah, like or something like a, not, not yeah, really a creek. Nothing real deep. Yeah. So, and it's, it sounds like she probably could have gotten out if she didn't shatter her pelvis. Like, that yeah. was probably the biggest part about it. Is like right. The, so she wasn't trapped so much as she couldn't. She was immobile. You know, remember it was click, click, click. Crunch, crunch, crunch. And then, crunch, like, and then crunch, she about crunch. passed out. Like, okay, that freaked me out. I'm not moving okay. anymore. Yeah, and another Claire's video, she gets emotional of fighting with the heat and realizes she has to drink her own urine. And if you watch this video, just a warning, the color of the urine urine is very alarming. It's uh, thick. She too. makes a video of this? Oh, a, this she, this whole thing is a video. You can watch all of it on YouTube. It's thick, and it is a, an alarming color. Um, so it's you, a golden, golden color. So you, I know you can drink it the first time, like right. the first way through. And she does it in the video, so here's this clip of her talking about it and doing it. I'm not worried about food, it's just it's water that I'm worried about. It's drink. I thought, what, three days you can go without? Fuck. Probably less in the desert. Maybe one day. And that's when I made a conscious decision that I'm going to have to start drinking urine. It just, it wasn't even something I hesitated at. But what I did do was think... I don't know if I can stomach it. If I go through one more hot day like this, I'm, I'm a goner. Like, I've, got, I've got no more resources. My kidneys hurt, I'm dehydrated. You know, this is the color of what I'm drinking. It just kind of says it all, really. It's not how I want to go, I have to say. Really hoping someone finds me. Yeah. So now, almost two years later, um, she has written a book. The, she says the footage also reminds her of the questions she asked herself while she was stuck alone in the desert, which would be a mind fuck. Because you're hearing coyotes, you're hearing the patrolling. Are you snakes. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, you might be. You might be hearing the. And you're like, what's? You're, I have hello? a shattered pelvis. Is somebody here? Please don't eat me, shattered pelvis. What is that? I don't even know yeah. what that animal is. Like, is that a dangerous predator? Or is that my own shattered pelvis? Right. Either way, it's not good. That's correct. Uh, the book is called Things I Learned From Following, just in case you wanted to look that up. And the audio is on YouTube, like I've been saying. And the, it also is a video. So you get to see her drink her pee, which is very interesting. Oh, if Watch Your Step is not one of the things she learned 
from falling, then I'll be very disappointed with that boat. Watch don't, your step. Also, mm-hmm. don't run with scissors. Well, we can say that Check. lesson learned here is watch your step. Yes, and don't run with the scissors. And also, it's, it's never too late to make a change, guys. You can make a change. You can lay, You can shatter your pelvis in an eight-foot ditch, can't move, and think you're going to die, and say, you know what? I should have done things different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like not step in this fucking eight-foot ditch. Yeah. I'll never do that again. Yeah, let's yeah. let's just yeah let's and like then, skip that process and just do that. Yeah, I feel like that moment for me would come after I drank uh, that gooey golden piss. Yes, I'd be like, you know Oof. what, should have done that. You know, I'd say it was golden brown and, and like teetering on the brown side. It's uh, alarming. It's alarming. It's an alarming color. You're like, that's pee. That's insane. Uh, if you want to know, that's pee. Let's see here. So, what did it have like the consistency of like tree sap? Yes. You remember in dress? Was there like mosquitoes trapped <laughs> from which you could extract dinosaur DNA? Yes. Dino DNA. If you want to watch it, it's at ten oh three in the video called "Stranded." Claire Nelson, injured in the desert, survives against incredible odds. Minute ten is where she drinks her own urine. All right. Well, that concludes Macabre Reality Bites. Take a hike. It's a bite off the macabre. I never said being so fancy. This is this one's been called uh, "Take a Hike, uh, Have a Nice Trip, See You Next Autumn." See you next autumn. See you next autumn. Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening. Please, please like and share the podcast. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, just give us some stars. Five stars would be great. If you want to do six, cool. Email Apple. Tell them that we deserve an extra star on our podcast, and they won't give it to us. But in your hearts, that's where it'll be. And then write something nice about us. Come on now. If you're on Apple Pods, do it right now. Yeah, hey, and uh, send us an email. I don't, yeah, know Josh, I don't know if Josh mentioned that. Oh, we've been getting emails, though. So Yeah, no, we thank have, you. and we love it. Yes. And we, we want need more, more of it. Yeah. We like it, and we, we love, love it. it. And we want but we want more, more of it. it. We I like try. it. So, macabpod1 at gmail.com, at macabpod1, Instagram, Twitter, all that social media. Yeah, yeah, all of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, that's we want it. to hear from you. Send us stories, send us uh, remarks, comments, anything, whatever you want. Uh, just tell us how your day's going. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, please do. We hope it's going very well. Even though we're telling macabre stories, we we still want to be we're still positive people. Let's, yeah. Let's if you hit. can't tell. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Come on, hey, monsters. No, really, at its heart, this this show is about a celebration of life. Because you know you gotta you gotta just kind of laugh at the fact that it's a macabre reality because it just is. You yeah. know, you might fall off the edge of a trail cliff. and yeah it might fall off the edge of a cliff you know that's just that's just the world we live in mm-hmm. so you gotta just kind of poke some fun at it and, and have some fun with it like yeah. that that's that's what i think we all need everybody needs to take away at least we take away a lot of things but at least that be like yo we we read about we hear about these macabre realities so we can live blazed and blessed and be like yo you could become a part of a macabre reality you gotta live every moment as if it was your last I'm glad you're saying that you gotta laugh man that's how you break the tension you gotta laugh we're gaining mobsters every week we're seeing the numbers grow we're growing mobsters baby so keep on doing what you're doing out there and to all our new mobsters out there I say to you benvenuti a casa oh is that that uh, means welcome home welcome home that's good welcome home so for Matt and Dr. Lovebeats I'm Josh we are out Till next time, stay safe out there and be careful not to find yourself in your own macabre reality. reality. Bye-bye.